Well, the Justice Department has settled IRS lawsuits with 400 conservative groups claiming discrimination, and it looks like the president is going to replace the IRS commissioner finally. Uh, Good news, good news, progress on that front. I'll bring you the details. We'll get into the Georgia election server. And by the way, welcome back to Chris Chandler. It's good to hear his voice back on the radio. It's Eric Erickson here, News 95.5 AM 750 WSB and of the resurgent.com. You can get the show notes by texting the word show to 444-999. Also get links to the podcast for Google Play and iTunes. Roy Moore, we need to talk about him up front because he's making a lot of news today. Ben Sass, the senator from Nebraska, openly wondering if his party has become post-constitutional. Roy Moore, as you know, was the chief justice of the Alabama Supreme Court. He was ultimately removed uh, because he refused to uphold federal court decisions on marriage. He grandstanded on the issue told uh, Alabama courts not to comply with the Supreme Court, and he was removed from office as a result. Uh, He is now running for the U.S. Senate. He's the Republican nominee there. I endorsed him in the runoff. And uh, Jonah Goldberg at National Review has written a piece saying uh, basically that uh, Roy Moore is the type of person that Republicans should have nothing to do with. He's not the type of guy Republicans need to embrace given his record, given everything else about him. It is, it's just something he doesn't need to do. It's something Republicans need to avoid. Roy Moore taints the party. And I want to tell you guys that I agree with everything Jonah Goldberg said. I agree with Ben Sass's concerns, and I want Roy Moore in the Senate. I want him elected. I support Roy Moore. And given all that, you you probably need to understand why I support Roy Moore, considering I think he's... Listen, and I used to like Roy Moore, and then I had all sorts of qualms with Roy Moore, and he just seems... Basically, Roy Moore says a bunch of stuff that I know the man is too smart to believe. I mean, for example, um, he says it's illegal for people to take a knee uh, during the national anthem. No, it's not. Uh, He said that a a Muslim should be uh, not allowed to serve in Congress, which there's a a religious test prohibition in the Constitution. I think he just says this stuff to, to whip up the crowd, and he knows it's not true. And that's part of the problem. When you've got a guy out there who knows things are not true, but he's willing to say them to a crowd who knows no better, you got all sorts of problems. And that appears to be what Roy Moore is doing. Now, why do I support Roy Moore? Well, because if Donald Trump is a symptom of a disease, Mitch McConnell is what the virus looks like under the microscope. And Mo Brooks and Mitch McConnell are why I support Roy Moore. You, you need to understand this about, and I've never, I've never, ever, ever told this story before, but I will tell you this story. I was one time informed, uh, shortly after, well, I, I was, I was told once if I continued to write bad things about Mitch McConnell, I probably should expect to not be on TV. And in fact, had a TV appearance canceled 
explicitly because I wrote something critical of Roy uh, or not, uh, of Mitch McConnell. And Mitch McConnell plays dirty. He plays tough. He plays hardball. The problem is that Mitch McConnell has so many conservatives in Washington in his pocket and so many reporters who serve as stenographers for his office and report Mitch McConnell's version of history instead of the truth. It's very, very hard for anyone to acknowledge just how bad Mitch McConnell has been for the Republican Party. And so much of what we're seeing today is about Mitch McConnell. So much of the upheaval within the Republican Party is about McConnell. By the way, y'all, so I had to dinner up at uh, Ruth's Chris in Alpharetta last night on, on Haynes Bridge Road, and Iggy Azalea was there. I don't know who she is. She's a singer that your kids probably know. Not my sort of music. Um, although she did have a very beautiful McLaren parked outside. But So I, I headed home after the dinner, had to stop by the office, pick up my laptop, and it took me two hours to go from the office to my house because all lanes except the merge lane on 675 and 75 southbound were open. Uh, they were tearing up parts of the interstate, uh, cutting out concrete down there, right where 675 and 75 come. It took forever. It was 1.15 in the morning before I got home, and then I woke up sick. Um, I am hanging on to my voice as best I can for you. Okay, so McConnell. Mitch McConnell has for years done everything possible for Mitch McConnell. He doesn't do anything to advance the Republican agenda. He advances Mitch McConnell's agenda. And reporters and conservative talking heads on various TV networks all sing praises to the wisdom of Mitch McConnell because they're all friends of Mitch McConnell. He gives them access, buddy-buddy with them. And he doesn't tell the truth. He is not the strategic genius that these people on TV would have you believe. For example, in 2010, Mitch McConnell decided that Ken Buck, who was a Republican in Colorado, who was within two points of winning in Colorado, even though the Republican Party had collapsed there, that Ken Buck was supported by the Senate Conservatives Fund and therefore not his friend. So he poured money into California to help Carly Fiorina when everyone knew she wouldn't win. The result was that Carly Fiorina lost and Ken Buck lost by 1.8% when every other Republican lost by about 10%. He even won independent voters. But he lost by 1.8% when the Republican Party redirected funds to California to save Carly Fiorina, purportedly save Carly. They just didn't want Ken Buck in the Senate because they knew he wouldn't support Mitch McConnell. Now, this year in Alabama, you had Luther Strange, who is corrupt. Luther Strange miraculously got appointed to the Senate after convincing the Alabama legislature to not impeach Alabama's governor. He convinced them not to impeach the governor, and then the governor appointed him to the U.S. Senate. There are all sorts of allegations circulating out there about Luther Strange. It wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an FBI investigation given the allegations. Mo Brooks is a conservative congressman from Alabama who ran a campaign on two things, repeal Obamacare and get rid of Mitch McConnell. So McConnell, being the brilliant strategist that he is, got all of his buddies in Washington to pour their money into attacking Mo Brooks to take him out. And it worked. Their calculation that they were public about, that they were boastful about, was that Roy Moore would be easy to beat in the runoff. And guess what? Roy Moore curb-stomped. Luther Strange. I mean, Luther had no shot. They threw everything they could at Roy Moore and still lost. 
And now they want to defeat Mo Brooks in his congressional race because he dared to criticize Mitch McConnell. So I want Roy Moore in the Senate. Do I think he'll be destructive to the party? Yeah, probably. But, you know, many of the people who are lamenting Roy Moore are the same people who saw Ted Cruz in a position to be able to take on Donald Trump in the 2016 Republican presidential primary, and they threw their hat in with Donald Trump saying he would be far better than Ted Cruz. And now Bob Corker, one of them, is out saying, "What? A, oh, it was such a mistake to support Trump. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. Well, he never learned anything from his lesson. He never did. So send Roy Moore to the Senate. You know, it's like I have friends whose parents did this to him. They caught they caught my friend when when he was a kid smoking, and so the dad made him smoke the entire pack of cigarettes in one one sitting. He never smoked again. Catching people supporting Donald Trump to stop conservatives, and then going to the Senate and not changing the lessons. Well, supporting Roy Moore, getting Roy Moore to the Senate is like forcing these Republicans to smoke the entire pack of cigarettes so they never do it again. If Donald Trump is the symptom of a disease that plagues conservatism in the Republican Party, Mitch McConnell is what that disease looks like under the microscope. And Roy Moore is a therapeutic treatment for the Republican Party. Caustic, painful, miserable as it may be to have him in the Senate for some people, it will teach the Republicans the lesson they need to learn because they have not so far learned that lesson. And that is they need to stand up to Mitch McConnell because Mitch McConnell is the blight on the Republican Party. Mitch McConnell is the reason Donald Trump ran for president and was able to win because so many Republicans had backed Republicans forever and ever and ever and were lied to by all of them with the blessing of Mitch McConnell who failed to deliver any promises. So at some point that Republican base got fed up and decided it was time to bring in Donald Trump to burn the party down. This is all part of the bonfire and I am happy to watch it burn at this point. It is 26 after the hour. Peter on Twitter raises a great point. Uh, Without a third party, doesn't the bonfire within the Republican Party equal Democrats? Uh, Potentially, it could. That is true. It is a fair question to ask. Um, Potentially, it could. Hopefully, um, sanity will prevail within the Republican Party. The problem here is that you have two sides of the Republican Party right now, roughly at parity, fighting each other. Now, the the benefit that they have still is that people hate the Democrats more than the Republicans. You know, I listen, I'm not going to tell you how 2018 is going to go, given my predictions on 2016, but I I just have this sense you know, things aren't going well for the Republicans, and Republicans are convinced that they are doomed in 2016 or 2018. I mean, you talk to your average Republican, you look at the retirements, all of that, um, they think doom is upon them, and it, it very well could be. I mean, if, 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 you were force, if you were forcing me on the spot, I would tell you my prediction is that Donald Trump is going to be to the Republican Party what Barack Obama was to the Democratic Party, able to get himself reelected, uh, unable to stop his own party from being annihilated at the ballot box. But, but, in a lot of parts of the country where Republicans poll terribly, the Democrats poll even worse. You know, take Georgia 6, for example. 
Uh, Karen Handel versus John Ossoff. Uh, John Ossoff, he couldn't pull it through even though he had millions more dollars than Karen Handel because that district, people don't like the Democrats. And there are a lot of these districts that look to be swing districts, but these social justice warriors of the left that have invaded the Democratic Party, even the Democrats don't like them. They're out trying to recruit moderates against them. If they take over the Democratic Party, they may just save the GOP. Of course, then the GOP will think they have no problems, even though they still do. So, the Kennedy assassination files, they're coming out today. We will find out if aliens, LBJ, or the FBI and CIA in cahoots were really by y'all. Listen, I, I am, I, I'm, I shouldn't say I'm friends. I'm acquaintances with, we're friendly, uh, Donald Rumsfeld and me, uh, he was involved with the Warren commission on JFK. And of course he served with Gerald Ford, who was on the commission and everything. And, and he's the guy who told me one time, um, that, that it, it was, it was Lee Harvey Oswald. There was no one else and there is no conspiracy. And he knows this from having been involved with the commission and that nobody can keep a secret in America. And it's just, it is impossible to really credibly study all the evidence and think otherwise the grassy knoll and all that. He's just, he, he doesn't buy it. And to the extent that no one in America can keep a secret, he's absolutely right. That would be the best kept secret ever. And I just don't, um, I, I'm not buying it. But we'll find out what else they have, because I'm sure uh, there was communist agitation. And it will be interesting to see if there were foreign governments who had knowledge of things. But what's more interesting to me is going to be to see whether or not the CIA and or FBI had knowledge about Lee Harvey Oswald and failed to act on it. And is that why they've wanted the files kept secret? Because, you know, we now know as of yesterday uh, the Newtown, Connecticut shooter was Adam Lance, I think his name was. Um that neighbors had reported that he had been very open about the fact he wanted to murder his mother and kill all the kids in that school. And they reported him to the police and the police took no action. That came out yesterday, five years later, uh, in the FBI's report uh, of people, interviews and statements with people involved, that, that at least one neighbor, but I think it was more than one, uh, told the police that he was a danger to the kids and to his mother and nothing happened. So it'll be interesting to see what these reports say. Let's go to the phones, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Scott in Sandy Springs, you are up first tonight. Welcome. Hey, thanks for putting me on. Sure. Um, I think it's pretty obvious now that the Russians have been involved with everything that's gone wrong in the country. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. The Kennedy but hey, uh, the Wayback Machine's on, and I wanted to ask about what your opinion was or whatever happened to uh, McConnell complaining that his phones in office were tapped back in 2012 and he was on all the news griping about it and then it just disappeared and nothing was ever said and i think there's enough evidence showing that the obama white house was not afraid to use all its resources at its fingertips to uh make things harder for the opposition so i'm wondering i actually scott have no recollection at all of mitch mcconnell claiming that he was wiretapped. 
I'll Google it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I do. Hang on. It was it was the it was the Kentucky Democrat. He was up for re-election, yeah. and it was the Kentucky Democrat. Hang on a second. Yes. Well, um. Hang on. Let me. Kentucky Democrats. Google is my friend. Kentucky. If I can spell Democrats, wiretap Mitch McConnell. Um. Dun, 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 dun. Here we go. Oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. Jacob Conway. Yeah, here, here we go. Yep, yep. Uh, Scott, I had totally forgotten about this. Um, the Jefferson County Democratic Party, Jacob Conway, revealed to Megan Kelly, members of Progress Kentucky, bragged they had made a secret recording of a meeting between McConnell. It was a campaign meeting. I guess that's why it never went anywhere. This was a McConnell campaign meeting that the Democrats in Kentucky had recorded, and he still beat them. Well, um, thank you. I should have looked myself, but thank you very much. Nope, that's it. I, I completely forgot about that. You got a better memory than Scott uh, than me, Scott. Thank you for that. Yes, yes. The the willingness to play dirty. Um, yeah, this this is an interesting parallel to go along with Hillary Clinton, uh, Russia situation. So you know, it, it is an interesting parallel here. Um, that Progress Kentucky, which is the left wing group, and by the way, uh, you should know that Progress Kentucky is largely the Democrats in Kentucky disavowed them after this. Because about the same time this was happening, they were alleging that Mitch McConnell's wife, Elaine Chao, was a Chinese spy, if I remember correctly. Um, but the Democrats will play dirty. They, they, they try to claim clean hands and, and claim that it's only Republicans who play, pay dirt, play dirty. But in fact, they do. And now we've got the situation with Hillary Clinton and her campaign paying Fusion GPS to get dirt on Donald Trump from Russians. One of the interesting things that's come out overnight is if you'll recall yesterday, I told you it was originally a Republican donor who started this acquiring this information, hoping the Republicans would use it. When Jeb Bush dropped out of the race, he passed it off to the Democrats. Rick Wilson, friend of mine, political consultant, um, knew all about this, was tweeting about this. Overnight, it has come out that the Fusion GPS report was actually different from that, that they abandoned the effort of that Republican donor and started their own thing with Fusion GPS and the Russians. What's so remarkable here is that Hillary Clinton tried to game the system so Donald Trump would be the Republican nominee, in the process convinced she could not lose to him. Not only did she lose to him, but the Democrats had to start blaming the Russians for stealing the election, convinced that Hillary Clinton could not lose to anyone but for Russian interference. And now the Clinton campaign, as competent as it was, (laughs) they've now sabotaged the Democrats' talking point on Russia because the Democrats were colluding with the Russians before the Trump campaign connected to the Russians. The Democrats were getting dirt on Trump from Russia before the Trump campaign tried to get dirt on Hillary from Russia. They started it. The reality is both sides have unclean hands in this. Both sides are gross for doing it. Um, But it really is remarkable just how bad a candidate in campaign Hillary Clinton's campaign was and how bad a candidate she was um, that now a a year after the election, when the Democrats finally think they have something on Trump, uh, she's still the gift that keeps on giving to the Republicans by blowing up their talking points. 
It is 55 after the hour. I am Eric Erickson. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Kevin in Fayetteville, you're next. Welcome. Hey, quick question, Eric, uh, and your thoughts. Uh, why would the Democrats push for an investigation into collusion when they knew all uh, the whole time that they're knee-deep into, into the collusion? <laughs> uh, that's the problem, Kevin. They didn't know. Um, and they, they, there have been several Democrats on Capitol Hill to be very angry about that fact today. See, what happened is the Clinton campaign hired a law firm, and that law firm hired Fusion GPS, and Fusion GPS hired Christopher Steele to prepare the dossier. And there were so many separate links between them, and the Clinton campaign press people like Brian Fallon and others were never told that the campaign was doing this. So only certain senior operatives in the campaign even knew. They never even told Hillary Clinton. Apparently, she didn't even know uh, that they had done this. So all these Democrats have been out there saying saying all this stuff, uh, collusion and whatnot, and none of them have any idea. In fact, Brian Fallon uh, today actually released a statement saying that he did not know, but had he known, he would have flown to Russia to help the investigation himself to try to stop Donald Trump. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the whole the, the Clinton campaign, they were too clever by half. The entire time they were trying this, this too clever by half strategy, not even going to Wisconsin, which had a lot more to do with Hillary Clinton losing than the Russia. Uh, it was just, it was a terrible campaign. It was an arrogant campaign. In fact, I, a buddy of mine told me Donna Brazil has a book coming out in a few months and that uh, some of the things she says in this book are just mind-blowing about just how terrible uh, some of the Democratic operatives on Clinton's campaign were and how arrogant they were. I'm actually interested to get this book. My thanks to Ray for texting in that Line Street Indicator is closed right now. There's a fire, fire trucks everywhere, all over the road there and around the Decatur area. Oh, my goodness gracious. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. It is 6.10 p.m. And yes, that was Chris Chandler's voice. Glad to have him back. And the JFK fire. What a, what a weird thing. I'm sure someone will come up with a conspiracy theory. For the delay of the JFK files, did you know that math is racist? A math education professor at the University of Illinois says the ability to solve geometry and algebra problems and teaching such subjects perpetuates so-called white privilege. She laid out her views in an article in the Anthology for Math Educators, Building Support for Scholarly Practices in Mathematics Methods. School mathematics curricula emphasizes terms like Pythagorean theorem and pi perpetuate a perception that mathematics was largely developed by Greeks and other Europeans. <gasps> oh, on many levels, mathematics itself operates as whiteness. Who gets credit for doing and developing mathematics? Who is capable of mathematics? Who is seen as part of the mathematical community is generally viewed as white? Y'all, they're numbers. Numbers, they don't have gender. They, they don't have race. They don't have ethnicity. They're numbers. 
Um, to the extent that you are dwelling on the Pythagorean theorem, uh, I bet your kids don't know whether that is is Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, Italian, English. It doesn't matter. And pi, who doesn't love pi, people? Who doesn't love pi? Pi transcends race. I mean, if anything, if you're teaching kids about pi and math, they probably think math was invented by fat people, not by Greeks. I just, oh my goodness gracious. Uh, People, we are having a break with reality on the left, aren't we? We really are. Now, speaking of another break with reality, Tom Perez, the Democratic National Committee chairman, he believes the Electoral College is not in the Constitution. Yes, uh, Tom Perez, the, the, uh, he's a, a, Tom Perez, he was a member of the cabinet. He's a prominent Democrat, supposedly well-educated. He believes that the Electoral College is not in the Constitution. It is. I mean, when the chairman of the Democratic Party misses basic constitution, you know, this goes back to Ben Sass's comment on Roy Moore, all all the stuff Roy Moore is making up. Uh, Roy Moore making up all sorts of stuff, uh, none of it constitutional, and and Ben Senator Sass says, I I think we're in a a post-constitution America, or at least post-constitution within the Republican Party. The Democratic Party has well been post-constitution. I mean, they, they just make stuff up. And, and, you know, this gets back to something I said yesterday about fake news and stuff. There's a really disturbing story out there today about a guy named Lane Davis. Lane Davis was an intern for Milo Yiannopoulos. He was an editor for, I, I, I never, I, and maybe once did I ever talk about Gamergate on this program. Gamergate was this idea that um, essentially games were being overtaken by feminists and they were ruining them and, and on and on and on. And people were sleeping with people to get good reviews of video games, all about video games and stuff. No, I'm not taking calls on Gamergate. Just, just hang up. No, we're not taking them. The guy believed in all sorts of conspiracy theories. He, an Alex Jones listener, apparently, he believed that the the pizza place in D.C. had like pedophiles hiding out or harboring kids for pedophiles and whatnot. He's murdered his father. Went on a tirade, and murdered his father. You know, I was talking to Rodney Ho earlier. Rodney Ho covers TV and radio for the AJC and was telling him I spend a lot of my time on radio these days explaining the stories I'm not talking about because they're not true. We get calls all the time from people demanding that I talk about stories, and and I I don't want to talk about fake news. And I have uh, actually encountered several stories that I've talked about and then had to tell you later it turns out those stories weren't true, and it's becoming exceedingly hard to figure out what's true or not. It's one reason I, I delayed talking about the Uranium One story with Hillary Clinton. Because it just sounded too good to be true. Well, it's true. So we had to talk about it. But there is this, this big idea now out there uh, that, that so many of the conspiracies are true. You've got the, the DNC staffer, Seth Rich, who was killed. That clearly someone was trying to cover up. He was leaking information and, and conspiracy theories suggested he was killed. Did, did you know that 
Um, some of the people who were victims in the Las Vegas shooting a few weeks ago have received death threats from people convinced that it was a, a what do they call it, a false flag, that it was a fake attack, and that these are actors, the victims were actors. They've been receiving death threats from people. After the Sandy Hook shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, it, it were Alex Jones pushing that was a false flag, that it wasn't real. Um, some of the parents of the deceased children got harassed, death threats. Uh, at least one crazy person showed up on a doorstep there. And this guy apparently was having a meltdown about pedophiles taking over the country. He had bought into another conspiracy theory. There is a danger with crazy people over this fake news stuff, but here's here's another one. Let me give you three stories. Here's story one. Headline. Sorry, Philip just texted me and distracted me. (laughs) Three stories. Headline. Donald Trump's ratings are actually higher than the media would have you believe because they're undercounting middle-class white support. Headline two. Russia did persuade enough people that you can say Russia stole the election for Donald Trump. Headline three. Jesus Christ died on a cross, rose again three days later, and is God. If you believe in him, you'll have eternal life. One of those three stories is true. The other two are not true. Which one is the true story? Hmm? There are people who believe the first two are real. On different sides of the aisle, Trump supporters believe the, the polling is wrong, that his, his numbers are, are understated among middle-class white voters. Democrats are convinced the Russians did steal the election. Neither of those stories is true. So then here's the third one, and it is a true fact of history. But good luck convincing people it's true in a world where no one really knows what to believe anymore because people are buying into fake news headlines. Good luck having credibility on that truth when you're peddling a fake news story is true. Who's going to believe you on that? It becomes harder and harder to actually share truth in the world when you are buying into fake news stories. And the fake news stories are polluting people's minds, driving people insane. This guy clearly had issues. People are believing him. I mean, for God's sakes, people, the parents of kids killed at Sandy Hook are getting death threats and people showing up at their houses convinced even now that it was all a false flag attack and it was fake. It was it, These are hired actors and they're demanding they confess because they believe that the media is peddling the the story to take away our guns. We live in unhealthy times. You know, identity politics is a big sign of the unhealthy times we live in. The phone number is 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Uh, and you can also text the word show to 444-999 to get the daily email and links for the podcast. It appears a computer server 
crucial to a lawsuit against Georgia election officials, was wiped clean by its custodians after the lawsuit was filed. The server's data was destroyed July 7th by technicians at the Center for Election Systems at KSU, Kennesaw State University, which runs the state's election system. I wonder if it's time to move it. Uh, You know, this is also a situation, I believe that um, it was also the election custodians there who caused the release of every Georgian social security number through voter files. Um, That's not a good thing. And of course, this is going to hurt Brian Kemp, probably, or at least people are going to try to make it hurt Brian Kemp in the gubernatorial election. And I don't think this is his fault. It, It appears, though, that there is a bad management issue at KSU regarding Georgia's election integrity. And, of course, the the left would love to be able to claim, see, see, in Georgia they stole the election, um, and which isn't true. But there's, there's a real issue here with the way KSU has been handling our election data. Um, we'll have to keep an eye on the story. When we come back, I want to get into the situation up in Cherokee County, um, where they have averted what they're calling a, a Columbine-type incident at Etowah High School. Um, just a, a horrific story that could have been tragic up there. I have to be honest with you guys. I have said Atoa for 20 years. And tonight I said Etoa instead of Etoa, I said Etoa and several people all tried to call me at once and say it's Etoa High School. Etoa High School. Uh and this could have been a really awful story and there is a hero out there who was brave enough uh to call in a report. I don't know if it was a parent or a friend or who. Um, but Etowah High School students Alfred Dupree and Victoria McCurley uh, attempted a Columbine-style attack. It appears on their high school. Uh, they had a list of people they were targeting. For those of you who don't remember, back in 1999, uh, Columbine High School in Littleton, Colorado, two teenagers went on a shooting spree. They killed 13 people, wounded 20 uh, before they killed themselves. You know, a, a lot of people say that they're just, you see pictures of these kids and they're dead eyes. They, they've released their mug shots of Victoria Curley and Alfred Dupree. Um, I don't see dead eyes. I see angry eyes. Um, I see some anger. I see two kids who didn't quite fit in. And got angry. And I've got to tell you, I I am a parent of a 12-year-old who is in sixth grade. And as all sixth graders do, sometimes is wondering where does she fit in with her friends. And is good days and bad. And I think a lot of kids have that. And there are kids who struggle to find their place in the world. There are kids who struggle to fit in. And, and something goes wrong with some of them. And it is increasingly likely that something goes wrong because a lot of kids are doing things on social media their parents have no idea about. And their parents don't monitor it. And fights are starting. 
and things are being said, kids are being bullied, and sometimes the kid who gets bullied, well, decides to, to take action and lash out. We don't know the situation in this case yet. Uh, there's a diary. And uh, the, the, the girl, Victoria McCurley, it appears, kept the diary. And they're looking into it. They haven't released it. Um, there's just... I, I will be interested to know about the home life of these two kids and how it affected them. And I don't mean to go on a tangent here that's unrelated because I think it's very related. I actually read an interesting article today on identity politics in the weekly standard and the rise of identity politics corresponds to the sexual revolution and the breakup of the family as people lost their tribes that were their families and trying to find new tribes. And those new tribes have become uh, identity politics, um, the black tribe, the white tribe, the, the Asian tribe, the female tribe, the gay tribe, the transgender tribe. It, it's no longer the, the familial tribe because the family doesn't exist. And you navigate in that, and it's not good. Um, we just had someone, we had a caller call in on commercial break and say that the uh, boy Alfred that apparently had a, a very close relative on drugs and overdose um, and bad home lives. And uh, y'all, there's, you know, I, 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 I sometimes have to rein myself in here and, and, and pause and because I don't want to sound too preachy when covering the news, but you know, there is a role for, for churches in this sort of stuff. And a lot of times we're so up public school will just, will back off. And, and a lot of times it's, they're not even welcome in a place like Cherokee. They would be, but there's clearly an evil that creeped in here. And let's just call it evil because it's evil. And how did the evil creep in is what we need to know. And I just think more and more, as our devices get in the way of, of our devotions, of our family, our family breaks apart, it, it's easier and easier for the evil to creep in. And it's not just public schools. It, private schools are having these problems as well, and thankfully this one got caught. Uh, this could have been a terrible, terrible situation. Explosives that they had planned, or one of them had an improvised explosive device. They had a hit list. Uh, just thank God whoever called the sheriff's office. My goodness. Dupree and McCurley each face three counts of criminal attempt to commit murder, four counts of making terroristic threats and acts. They face charges of criminal attempt to commit arson, possession and transportation of destructive device or explosives intended to kill, injure, or destroy any public building. Now, it was Dupree, actually. It was Dupree, the, the boy. I thought it was, was Victoria McCurley, the girl who kept the diary. Uh, Alfred Dupree kept the diary. It's going to be interesting to see what he said. They've been denied bond. They're going to be tried as adults for attempted murder. But I just, I got to tell you, I, I, I hear all the time people see these things. Oh, they, they had no life in their eyes. They seem despondent. I'm looking at these two mugshots uh, on the AJC website, and these are two angry kids. They are two angry kids, and what made them angry? 
something set them off. Now, whatever it was, you do need to understand this, is not an excuse for them. Because we all have in us a sense of right and wrong, and whatever it was made them decide to go with wrong instead of right, listening to the the devil and the angel on their shoulders. They chose the devil instead of the angel. Um, Whatever the excuse was, it, it does not excuse them their behavior. But what was the trigger Uh, that caused them to launch themselves towards evil is something we're going to find out over the next couple of days. And the usual patterns of bullying and now include things that are happening online, broken homes, and on and on and on and on. And I got to tell you, again, uh, there are political problems and there are spiritual problems that I'm more and more inclined the older I get and the more I encounter uh, having to deal with bullies in my own kid's school and whatnot, Uh, People keep looking for all sorts of policy solutions, and until you deal with this broken home, which is increasingly a spiritual problem, not a political problem, we're going to have more of this stuff, not less. Uh, We're going to have more problems, not less, because the broken home is fueling all sorts of just derangement in the country. The collapse of the nuclear family in this country is what's ultimately going to undo the country. And I'm very curious to find out what these kids' home life situation was and see if that had anything to do with it. Uh, We will find out probably soon enough. is 56 after the hour. I am Eric Erickson. We will keep you up to speed on what we learn about the Etowah High School situation. Uh, stick with WSB here uh, as we've got our reporters and, you know, we've got the, the WSB TV reporters and the AJC reporters. Nobody handles news in Atlanta better than we do. Uh, we will keep you up to speed on everything as it comes forward. Um, before I get out of here, I want to mention Mark Halperin, uh, now of NBC. He was at ABC, then he's at Bloomberg, now he's at NBC. He's apparently stepping aside because of sexual harassment claims. Y'all, I have a list of people in the media who I have encountered who I thought were just jerks. I mean, just some of the uh, nastiest people I've ever encountered, people who treated those around them terribly. Uh, He was on that list, and I'm not surprised uh, by an allegation like this. Apparently, it was an open secret at ABC. I didn't know, but just the way he treated other people, I'm not surprised. I I got a list of other people, and I'm waiting for a couple other names to come out on this. It wouldn't surprise me to see a few more big names in the media uh, fall away.